This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This is the news from the Lord. The Trump campaign is accusing Twitter and Facebook of censorship after the social media companies blocked the spread of an unverified story about former Vice President Joe Biden's son and a laptop allegedly full of his old emails. It's a story raising concerns about whether it's real or just designed to sow confusion in the final weeks of the election. Here's CBS's Nancy Cordes. Social media outlets were quick to limit the spread of the story. Twitter briefly suspending the accounts of the Trump campaign and White House press secretary after they tried to share it. The campaign threatened to sue as allies on Capitol Hill cried censorship. The Senate Judiciary Committee wants to know what the hell is going on. Hello, America. And welcome to another episode of the Word of the Lord podcast. I am Jeffrey Lord, speaking to you from Lordsville. And we have something interesting that has happened this week that is uh, not only interesting, but I would suggest uh, dangerous. Let's just explore the uh, latest Facebook Twitter silencing, as we'll call it. Here's the sequence of this as you may have heard, or you may not have heard, because Facebook and Twitter banned the New York Post story. The New York Post gets a serious scoop on Joe Biden's troubled son, Hunter, who left a laptop, apparently, in a repair shop and didn't reclaim it. The shop owner, who makes clear that the laptop uh, will not be, makes clear to all his customers that it won't be returned if left unwanted for a long period, 90 days or some such thing, Finally, no one comes to claim it after that period. He investigates, and lo and behold, he sees a smoking gun. What is that smoking gun? Well, it's contrary to Joe Biden's insistence that uh, he didn't interfere with Son Son Hunter's uh, um, shenanigans going on in Ukraine, and he didn't talk about his son's business with him. Here's the New York Post headline. Smoking gun email reveals how Hunter Biden introduced Ukrainian businessman to dad. And I'm going to read you just the opening of the story here so you'll know what the controversy is about. Quote, Hunter Biden introduced his father, then Vice President Joe Biden, to a top executive at a Ukrainian energy firm less than a year before the elder Biden pressured government officials in Ukraine into firing a prosecutor who was investigating the company, according to emails obtained by The Post. I said, I'm not going to, we're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. (laughs) I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting a billion dollars. I said, you're not getting a billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours. I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a. (laughs) <laughs> got fired. 
The never-before-revealed meeting is mentioned in a message of appreciation that Vadim Parsharsky, and I hope I pronounced that right, an advisor to the board of Burisma, allegedly sent Hunter Biden on April 17, 2015, about a year after Hunter joined the Burisma board at a reported salary of up to $50,000 a month. Dear Hunter, the note read, thank you for inviting me to D.C., and giving me the opportunity to meet your father and spend some time together. It is really an honor and pleasure, the email reads. Now, this is a blockbuster. What they've got here, and apparently, as I understand the story, they've got thousands of emails from Hunter Biden and all sorts of other interesting things. There are all kinds of, uh, frankly, I find very depressing photographs of Hunter who's had drug addiction problems and everything, and I'm not going to even go there. The the guy is struggling. He's, what, 48 years old, almost 50 years old. Uh, You know, God bless him. But this, on the other hand, is the kind of activity that is flatly corrupt. So this was a blockbuster story, the literal, as they like to say in politics, October surprise. So it has left Joe Biden and his campaign and Democrats scrambling. And, of course, in this day and age of social media, One Facebooker or Twitter user after another has been sending this out. And then suddenly everybody finds out, myself included, that the lords of Twitter and Facebook, all of them have instantly blocked the post story from circulation. They even blocked White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany sending this out. Now, say what? Say what? Now, here's here's the game with this. What is really going on? I don't know how many of you have heard of Andy Stone, but let's give him a little time in the sunlight. Uh, Andy Stone is Facebook's communications director. He is the public tweeting face of Facebook's censorship uh, of the explosive New York Post story. And here is the statement from Andy Stone. Quote, while I intentionally, I will intentionally not link to the New York Post, I want to be clear that this story is eligible to be fact-checked by Facebook's third-party fact-checkers, part, fact-checking partners. In the meantime, we are reducing its distribution on our platform. Who is Andy Stone? Well, Fox News uh, did a little digging, and here's what they reported. Quote, Andy Stone previously served as communications director for the House Majority PAC, meaning Nancy Pelosi's uh, group, between 2012 and 2014. He was press secretary for Democratic California Senator Barbara Boxer between 2011 and 2012. And he was press secretary for the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee between 2009 and 2011, according to his LinkedIn profile. And I might add, I believe he even had a role in John Kerry's uh, presidential campaign. Now, to say the least, there has been a huge backlash against Facebook and Twitter for doing this. The backfire has been explosive. I mean, the gall here of, I mean, of taking a story, a front page story from the New York Post, which is one of America's premier major newspapers and is part of the network of newspapers owned by Rupert Murdoch, who, of course, also owns the Wall Street Journal and uh, various papers in Britain and and not to mention Fox News and all of that. This was a legitimate story. And they just 
made sure to try and silence it. So what do you say to this? Well, what the United States Senate is saying is we want your butts in a chair in front of a Senate committee next week. And we are going to have a conversation about this as well. They should. This is outrageous. This is highly, highly irregular and highly unacceptable in a country that values uh, the, the free flow of information. So what we've got here is a, is a problem. Not only it's a twofold problem. Not only are we seeing the silencing of the New York Post, for heaven's sakes, but we are also seeing the influence, the revolving door influence between people who work in Democratic campaigns and then they go off and they work in uh, at Facebook or Twitter or one of these other areas and then uh, they go back and forth. And sometimes, let me just mention one other name. Um, there was a young lady whose last name was uh, Hertz, I believe. And her story, let me just read, quote, Joe Biden's transition team named Jessica Hertz, until recently a Facebook executive focused on government regulations as its general counsel on Wednesday and charged her with navigating conflicts of interest and other ethical issues for the Biden administration in waiting, a move that drew immediate fire from a group that opposes this revolving door. You know, this is the kind of thing that can leave one speechless, but it is very, very dangerous. What we've got here are people moving back and forth, back and forth between these big tech companies in Silicon Valley and the presidential campaign of the moment or Democratic Party situation of the moment. And all of it puts these people in charge of the free flow of information in this country, which uh, very plainly is set out in the First Amendment. Uh, this is a problem. This is a big problem. And I hope that all of you who are hearing this will do a little uh, look up on it and feel free to send away to Facebook and Twitter and let them know how you feel, because this has got to stop. All righty, then. This is uh, Jeffrey Lord, and I hope you'll check in on my website, The Jeffrey Lord. And I hope you will stay tuned because we're coming down the trail here to uh, the end of this presidential campaign or what we hope is the end of this presidential campaign. And everybody needs to be all hands on deck, uh, everybody on board. So please stay tuned and I will see you next time. Thank you.